and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 17th of October. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And hey, um, Eric did pretty good. Uh, second in the 222 is no bad, not too bad. And we'll, we'll um, I'll talk about it more on the other show, but he did lead. He only had 100 um, in the uh, not in the main tournament for the million and led and was still in the top five or 10 and 63 uniques was very sharp. And he gave us a little bit of info here with both geometric mean limitation and salary range limitation. This is what I've been thinking we got to do more of. So I'll talk about it more on the other showdown show. Cause it's not quite as relevant in baseball where you're picking, you know, you, you guys come with two tranches of ownerships is a starter and is a relief pitcher. So you pick from two different, you know, one from each bundle. It's not quite as relevant. What I want to talk about here. But he, he did a great job, and we we need to probably lock this in because that's what I was doing when I won $100,000, and I think that's what the guys at the top of the list are going to be doing. So I think you want to do both a blend of geometric mean limitation and not going so severe on the salary limitation. That's how you wind up with this bundle of lineups that's like 0.2 to 0.4% going to win and not 100 dupes. You know that That's where maybe on a slate like that, I think the optimal ROI is because yesterday that slate, even though a million dollars was up top, it was not that easy to get super unique and feel good about it. We had to go like uh, leaving money on the table meant going with a worse receiver. And Tolbert didn't get the catches he needed. He got one fumble. Wasn't that fun? We'll talk about that more on the football show. The minus one for Tolbert. Give me a break. Come on, that's painful. It's definitely right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not debating the scorekeeping. It was just painful. Uh, speaking of. Things, no, no debating the scorekeeping. I'm winning the Sims every day. You can come do it too if you want. Oh, yeah, that's what I'll do tonight is some hockey. But that's all Saber Sim. I don't know anything about hockey. I do Saber Sim. I read daily face-off. You guys can do that too if you want to. I only entered four shots yesterday and almost picked the uh, <laughs> whatever NHL kick save with a silly. Because, like, and tonight it's got 50K up top, so I'm going to take five shots again. I like watching hockey. I have ESPN Plus. So. Um, also, there's, like, a whole tranche of people I can't connect with at all as a person unless I talk about hockey with them, you know? So I'd like to talk to those people. So I'm into hockey. Sims is just for me, though, man, just because I need more of these pitch and putt tickets for whenever they're on another one of these, probably be next year at a major or something. At this point, I'm going to have a 1,000 of them or something built up. So on to today's slate for the MLB showdown that exists today. That's what we'll talk about here, the 17th of October. We've got Arizona, Philadelphia. I think that's, yeah, that's NL, he's in our, they're in our division, the NL championship series. Um, it's uh, yeah. So about a minus 5%. Oh, come on. Don't freeze. All right. A minus 5% is what I did. So I went a little bit under what are the current projected runs. Obviously Philly is the favorites, but to, for me, it's a toss up. So whenever it's Philly's the favorites, but it's really closer to a toss up at pitcher. Like, so the difference in Merrill Kelly and Aaron Nola's expected points, and I haven't done this yet, so don't, don't look at these lineups. These are like, I'm going to obviously rerun the entire thing after lock because you get, who knows, maybe a weird starter or something. And then you've got to have that guy in the pool. Don't just copy them. So anyway, um, Merrill Kelly and Aaron Nola, the only difference for me between these two pitchers is that one of them will win. And I don't know who it's going to be a priori. And these projections are pricing just pricing in the implied team totals, who they think will win. And I don't really care about that. Like what I care about is in the case where they get there, where do they get? And I think they get to the exact same place and they get to about, yeah, about that upper echelon of ownership. 
Uh, and it's possible for them to get there together, right? Like both of them pitch a good game is something that happens in a lot of championship series. These guys are good. Like they're not bad. And yes, I know that the hitters are not bad either, but it's colder weather now. It's not, it's not spanking the ball season. So I think it's definitely, I will have a lot of Merrill Kelly and Aaron Nola, obviously 73% in the utility and then in the captain 60 Six. So 66 plus 73, 139, maybe, yeah, 139%. So 39% with both of them. That's a minimum. Um, it's just hard to get there, right? Because you have to include a bunch of relief pitchers, a bunch of cheapies. Uh, yeah, what do we got? 40% Ginkle, 27% Strom. Let's just make sure I don't have any ridiculousness. Yeah, no, these are all lined up. This is fine. I ran 15. I'm going to run 15 out there. They got a decent, decent structure today, so... I'll take a little MME run at it. That's why we have the video. You know, I'm not I'm not committing to make these if they, you know, if they nuke a slate like on Sunday or alongside Thursday night football or something. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll still answer questions, but they got to put a, a little bit of a little change up top. It's got to be at least a reasonable one year salary for a grad student for me to, to feel like it's worth doing one day's worth of video about. All right, I am I am not a grad student, but I still have that kind of sensibility about what my time is worth. Okay, captains. All right, I should say the ones that I'm not choosing but are in my pool because that's typically what I've done here. Uh, Nola and Kelly, obviously you're getting to them. I talked about that. The ones that I think are your leverage here and that are way too low owned. Um, so I'll just order them by ownership. Yeah, this is what I do basically. I think Schwarber is there. Like Schwarber can get you the home run, run equity you need to actually cover that as a, as a leadoff hitter. So I'm having some Schwarber in my pool, at least. I didn't get there with my actual lineups. He's pretty expensive. I don't, even with a home run, it might take a home run in a little bit for him to get there as optimal. Um, the guys who are really, really low owned, who I like, Stott, Real Muto, Trey Turner, and Alec Bone. Other guys who are, you know, maybe too cute for me with 20 or so entries, but fine if you got 150. Then the captain, Moreno, Marte, Castellanos, and Walker. I think all these guys have a better than 10% chance of being optimal captain and all hovering around 1% ownership. So, you got a lot of lineups. You can go ahead and get a ton of win equity, and it'll add up to 100%. And, uh, that means you're going to win, right? On average, every day. We're going to win every day. Obviously, that doesn't happen. You know, the the, the uh, sims you're running are only as good as the data that you're putting in. So it's important to keep that in mind if you are running contest sims. That really, for me, the reason I did, I did not buy the package is it's overpriced. But it's also that I get the major effect of getting different without getting stupid, you know, as DK puts it, like here. You know, I, I get different by saying I'm going to be 5% under the expected run total for the game and take that set of lineups only. So I'm not counting the people go wild at, you know, Citizens Bank Park because it's the playoffs and people don't go wild. Every single run matters. Uh, anyway, okay, so relief pitchers is the other thing to cover. I've covered my captain leverage. The other weird leverage you will get from me is the relief pitchers. Ginkle, Hoffman, these are the guys I am massively, massively levered to, and that's fine. These are good pitchers who would probably be in the game. 40% is a lot. 40% is a lot. Let me go ahead and dial it down to like 30. This is a risk tolerance thing, though. I mean, that 40% is fine if you if you don't want to spread it around, if you think those guys are way better than Strom and whoever else this is going to go to. I think there's another option down there, so he'll, he'll pop on the list. Strom and Hoffman get a bunch of ownership. Merrill Kelly now way over-owned. Great. I think it's going to be a pitching duel. That's what I'm playing for. I like, I mean, basically I know how to win pitching duels as a, uh, 
And I feel like it's a little bit more artistic of a win than, than if you win in a, like, all six of my guys hit a home run kind of way. You know, like, yeah, okay, that's one way to win. Yes, you could win with all six of your guys hitting home run. I, I, I'm not trying to, I know some of you have won this year that way. Probably I have too. But I think the more artistic way is to kind of predict the entire game script and hit four or five of those points in a, in a unique way. So that's what I try to do in pretty much every uh, facet of DFS and in this case, baseball. But I am also making an NFL video this morning and I've already prepped it. So I'm trying to kind of eh, put these in bins because they're on different days. You know, nobody wants to hear the baseball thing and then the football thing for two days later. But since I am talking about it, I am almost done here. I don't have much more to say about it. I've told you my weird captains, the weird relievers. Let me tell you the other. I think I have one more reliever who's in my pool who didn't make the lineups. Yeah. Joe Mantiply is out there too, if you want to. He's in 20% of my lineups. For some reason, I'm getting to zero. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die on Joe Mantiply Hill. I'm gonna watch him pitch two innings of six strikeout ball or something, but whatever. I think it's probably he's eight percent and he's just meh, right? I mean, like. I'm going here for leverage, right? I mean, I want either a good pitcher or leverage. And so in Ginkle, we get the leverage. In the other guys, Strom and Hoffman, we get slightly better pitchers. That that adds up um, from strikeout equity, obviously. And you can include Kimbrel you can, if you want to, you know, if you got 150 and you, you need to kind of get to weirder guys. Um, some of these other guys are game script dependent. I would maybe build in a rule because they're bad, right? I mean, if they're coming in the game, that means they're down five to one or whatever. But, you know, eh, that's a there's too many rules, too many rules for too little money up top. Uh, so I think I'm going to, yeah, going to just end it here and say, hey, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win uh, $25,000, I think it is tonight for, for baseball, and uh, might as well be us.